0: Welcome to Confessions from a Dental Lab. This show is all about bringing you into the lab beneath the surface so you can see things, hear things, and understand things right from the source. Learn from longtime ceramists, dentists, and lab techs, both young and old. Without further ado, let's begin. Dr. Ryan Mariner, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. I know we've been talking about uh, connecting for a while, and today is that day. So my name is KJ Eichstead. I'm the brand manager at New Art Dental Lab. This is Confessions from a Dental Lab, the show where we take you below the surface to the source so you can hear things and learn things. And together by listening to this show, everybody, all of us, we can get a little bit better. So we're very excited to talk to Dr. Ryan Mariner today. Uh, first question, Dr. Mariner, could you introduce yourself? Like, Who is Dr. Mariner, who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Ryan Mariner, grew up on the eastern shore of Maryland um, in a little rural town called Snow Hill. And that's actually where I'm practicing uh, general dentistry now.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Um, How long have you been practicing dentistry? And can you tell us a little bit more about your dental journey? Like, did you always know you wanted to be a dentist? Or was this something that you discovered a little later on? Yeah, sure. So um,
1: I've been practicing as a uh, full time associate, uh, like I said, in my hometown for about four years now. Um, during that time, for about a week and a half, I was working part time in a public health office as well. And um, dental journey, a little interesting. Um, I was the first person in my direct line of family to go to college, so it was a pretty new experience for me. I um, wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I dabbled in a few different subjects while I was in undergrad ended up with three minors before I even you know decided that I wanted to do dentistry, but it was kind of giving me that time where I started to do some soul searching and um, just it just led me to dentistry. seemed like a good fit for me.
0: Yeah, really, really quick side note. What were those three minors if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so
1: um, one of them was art, um, one was chemistry, and then one was history, and then biology was my major.
0: I feel like most of that really translates quite nicely to dentistry, right? I mean even- yeah,
1: absolutely. I really do think it does for sure.
0: Like even history, you know, it, it, it comes in handy. Um, you never know when you might need it, but sometimes you just need it. Uh, how about this, Dr. Mariner? What's one X factor that separates you from other dentists? And you could take this any direction you'd like.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I do think there are a, a couple things. Um, I mentioned I work in my hometown. I think from a patient's perspective, um, you know, that that's pretty huge. It's, it's kind of nice to... You know, know someone that has a history in the town, um, and yeah, some of my older patients that I see, you know, they knew my family or remember me from when I was a baby, and I, I think that really, just hearing things like that really kind of helps confirm that I made the right decision coming back home, even though it was a pretty easy choice, and that ends up leading to an initial level of trust that you usually can't really expect from people, and I'm definitely honored to have that, and then I think from my point of view, um, I did have a relatively extensive uh, art background. Um, I took about six semesters worth of glass blowing, and I, I really fell in love with that when I was an undergrad. And I was about a, a coin flip away from pursuing a career as a professional glass blower, but luckily I chose dentistry um, because it, it truly is my favorite outlet for artistry now.
0: Yeah, and then that leads me to kind of like another question. Do you have any, um, like, let's say when you're not doing dentistry, right, what is Dr. Mariner doing when he's not, you know, working with uh, the patients in the chair and stuff like that? Like, do you, do you kind of pursue the, the glass blowing these days or did that kind of um, get stuck in the past or what are some of the, the, you know, hobbies, I guess, outside of dentistry you like to yeah. do? Yeah,
1: so um, I don't think it's necessarily stuck in the past, hopefully not, definitely plan on uh, getting back into it. It is kind of one of those fields of art, which just requires almost, you know, a a team of people requires the resources with the furnaces. You have to have that glass pumping at 2300 degrees at all times. So to be able to kind of one have an an area to be able to do that outside the university is a little tough. There are some places. So I definitely plan on getting back into that. Um, But anything pretty much on the water. Um, I live very close to the beach. So just hanging out with friends and family going to happy hours, relaxing, watching TV, hanging out with my girlfriend, got a dog I play with. So certainly, you know, got a, got a ton of things that we're able to do outside of dentistry. But luckily, I also look at dentistry as a hobby of mine, too. I really, truly enjoy it. So it's certainly work, but it's sometimes it, it doesn't really feel that way.
0: That's amazing. Um, you know, I think that bodes very well for just Continuing to tack on those skills over your career and and growing because if you're naturally curious and naturally enjoying something, then you're just going to want to dig deeper. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. So, how about this? What's one thing your patients have taught you over the years? Okay. Yeah. So, I've I've learned all sorts of things from my patients. Some things I'd probably
1: be better off not knowing, but uh, I've I've learned a lot. Um, Yeah. Dentistry is an interesting animal in terms of kind of interactions. With people, I've been working since I was 14 years old. Worked in the service industry, but um, dentistry is quite an intimate, uh, uh, intimate kind of profession. Um, people are pretty vulnerable in the dental chair, and sometimes that manifests itself in different ways. Um, you don't really know what the person in the chair has been through that day, or what their past experiences are. You know what they've researched online, cultural beliefs, personal beliefs, what they learn from their family, who they hang around with, and. Kind of all those little things in their life have influenced them and kind of got them to that position that they're in now. So, I mean, my goal is just to do what's best for my patients, you know, oral and overall health, both short and long term. And um, just because a patient saw you out for dental care doesn't necessarily mean they share the same goals. So, I've just kind of really learned to remove any preconceived notions. Um, Don't expect a norm. You got to keep an open mind. Do what you think's right and do your best. do what's you know best for the patient with with what you're given, because uh, you might be seeing some of these people for the next thirty years of your life, and um, it might not be an immediate, but eventually you'll you'll see the end result of those decisions you make. So just try to try to make good ones and really really do what's best for the patient, because this is you know a long career, and you're going to be seeing these people for quite some time and, and build relationships with them.
0: Wow, thank you for sharing. I think. Uh that's the first time anyone's really phrased it like that where it's, it's widely known that dentistry is synonymous with, you know, relationships with your patients and stuff like that. But the way you just described it, like you're right, you know, you are going to be seeing some of these patients throughout their lives and you might as well make a great relationship with them. You know, you might as well do a good job the first time, start things off on the right foot. And uh, yeah, I think that's just, common sense that it's good to hear you know it's good to hear uh as a refresher you know honestly often um how about this next question how important is it to work with a good dental lab and why is that important for dentists
1: i think it's honestly one of the you know outside dentistry i mean you certainly rely on the lab the lab is essentially an extension of yourself um i feel like as dentists we put a lot of pride and effort into our work and then when the patient leaves the office you gotta sleep at night, and I certainly sleep at night um, much better knowing that my cases are being sent to a lab that that takes pride in their work. Um, in our office, we do do a lot of kind of single tooth dentistry, and I think there is something kind of special that goes into that. Um, there's not much freedom in terms of you know shade selection or the shade position, size, or even the way the teeth interact with each other. And you're you're taking something completely artificial with different properties and, you know, the layer of the two structure and attempting to match it to something that you see unique is like, let's say like a fingerprint and incorporating that into something as important and profound as someone's smile. And as a dentist, you can prepare a perfect crown or take a photo worthy impression, make the patient feel like they had the best dental experience of their life. Um, but as a dentist, you often have to pass a baton for the final restoration and, regardless of what I did leading up to that delivery of the restoration, pretty much after that, um, all they're going to notice is what the, the lab was able to make. And that kind of reflects um, on you as a dentist. And um, you need a lab that can take the information you provide, the more the better, and be able to extrapolate that into you know a product to meet everyone's expectations. And I've, I've found that it's pretty rare. It's it's um, not something may, many labs are able to do from, from my personal experience. So I'm, I'm happy that I found you guys. And, just for everyone out there, when you're you're looking for a lab, I wouldn't necessarily recommend searching for deals or looking for the cheapest lab or even the most expensive lab. Just just find someone, find a lab that compliments you and kind of encourages the, the best out of you. And in return, you get a good product that's good for you and good for your patients.
0: You know, I really want to emphasize the word you use there and that's compliment uh you know finding a lab that's complementary to your style of dentistry to your communication styles uh maybe a certain proximity um you know for for the rush cases if that happens uh maybe they they have a certain shipping method that you know suits you that's like the first time anyone's really phrased it that way and it makes so much sense because that's exactly what it is Uh, we hear that that word like extension quite a bit and that's absolutely true um but compliment that's you know i think that's a great way to look at it right because price certainly is a factor as with most things in life sure you know you you don't want uh the cheapest you know maybe maybe you can't afford like the the top of the top but you want to look for certain things and you hit you hit them on the head you know uh just complimentary That, that word really says a lot uh how about this dr mariner Do you have any advice for dentists out there just looking to maximize success in 2023, 2024 and beyond? Yeah, sure. Um,
1: I think everyone has a little bit different an idea of success. Um, When I think about it personally, I kind of just think about, you know, your own your own happiness and fulfillment. And I just want to be the best dentist I can be. And I hope that rings true for a lot of people. And um, after that, I mean, you're happy, you're fulfilled, you're, you're doing your best. I, I truly think the rest just kind of follows in this, in this profession. So um, know your strengths, know your weaknesses. You can choose to turn your weaknesses into strength. You can choose to focus on your strengths and, you know, truly become a master of those. Uh, Dentistry is certainly not a boring profession by any means, and there's a lot of freedom that comes with it. And, um, no shortage of things you can learn. And there's certainly no need to ever feel stagnant in that profession. So if I feel like if you invest in yourself and your education, it's it's going to pay
0: off. That's great advice. Invest in yourself. <clears throat> it's one of the best investments you'll ever make, if not the best investment. Absolutely. Uh, any, any goals for the future, Dr. Marinette?
1: yeah so like I said, I'm, I just kind of want to continue to grow as a dentist. I'm only out four years. It, it feels like just yesterday, but it also feels like it's been 10 years at the same time somehow uh, enjoying every second second of it, at least you know most seconds of it. Um, but in the future, um, got over a 100 hours of CE already planned for this year, um, including implant placement. Pretty excited about that because I, I do do a lot of oral surgery in the office. So I'm excited to kind of start incorporating another surgical procedure on top of what we already offer
0: in the practice. That's exciting. Yeah, you're growing. So maybe uh, we'll do round two sometime and we can hear all the, the exciting. Yeah, updates. I'd be everything. happy to do that for sure. Yeah. Well, Hey, Dr. Mariner, I really want to thank you for uh, joining us today. And if someone's listening and they want to get in touch with you, what's the easiest way for them to reach you? Yeah. Um,
1: I'm pretty active on social media. Um, more so than I wish I was, um, just looking at stuff. But I do have an Instagram account. It's Dr. Mariner, so just dr. Mariner. Um, feel free to send me a DM. I'm pretty responsive on there, on it all the time. i uh, happy to, you know, share some knowledge or answer questions or even, you know, take advice from people too.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh, so I just want to thank everybody for listening. No matter where you're listening from, we appreciate all of you. The dental technicians, the dentists, the aspiring dentists, the ceramists. We appreciate everyone because we're all trying to get a little bit better with this show. And, uh, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, but over time, small changes lead to big results. And this has been another great episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab with Dr. Ryan Mariner. My name is KJ Eichstead. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. If you'd like to contact the show, simply send us an email at dentallabpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us at life at newartdental on Instagram. Thank you for listening once again. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe and tell a friend. And until next time, we're out.